love about it is a lot of people are not currently taking advantage of the live feature. Uh, and so it really helps you stand out in a, in a crowded marketplace. So definitely worth the time, the effort, uh, and it's fun. It is indeed fun. I mean, I, no argument with you there. And I, I like the live streams because it actually takes the whole, oh, we can edit that later. Oh, let's edit that. Oh, <laughs> let's cut this one, um, you know, whatever. Uh, it's real. Oh, you know, it's real. The Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network. Available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go, business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Episode 554. We're moving along the business storytelling show here. Now, we are live on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Live is what that's called officially. And I've done that for a while, even from back in the day when you had to apply to do it. Today, basically anybody can do it, as far as I can tell. You just turn on creator mode and boom, you're in. You use a platform like Restream or Switcher Studio or StreamYard or whatever, something, whatever else is out there, and you can do it. But is LinkedIn Live still worth it? Was it ever worth it? What are the best practices? How do we get people to pay attention? Hello? Are you listening? So to get some answers to that question, to those questions, I invited a social media expert, Susie Bills, on the show. You can check her out at the virtualrxagency.com to find out what are we going to do on LinkedIn Live? What works? How do we get some eyeballs on our live streams? Susie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Fantastic. So happy to be here. Really happy to have you on the show. So tell us about your background and your interest in LinkedIn Live. And, and you know, after that, is it worth it? Should brands consider doing it? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, so I am the owner of the Virtual RX Agency. We do all things digital marketing for online businesses or people that just want to market even their brick and mortar businesses online. Uh, and so we work with a lot of professionals out there and LinkedIn is one of the top platforms that we help people with. Uh, and it's definitely worth it. Um, it is such a great place to be able to uh, position yourself as an expert in your industry, what you do, um, a thought leader, all those things. Uh, and it's really easy to use. And what I love about it is a lot of people are not currently taking advantage of the live feature. Uh, and so it really helps you stand out in a, in a crowded marketplace. So definitely worth the time, the effort, uh, and it's fun. It is indeed fun. I mean, I, no argument with you there. And I, I like the live streams because it actually takes the whole, oh, we can edit that later. Oh, let's edit that. Oh, let's cut this one um, you know, whatever. Um, it's real. Oh, you know, it's real, right? We're just people. We're just talking. We're just chit-chatting. What's interesting to me about that comment you made, so it, it back in the day when you had to literally apply to get on there, I get it that, that's, that it's not everybody doing LinkedIn Live today. Anybody would. Why are people not? Why? What's the barrier? What's the hurdle? 
Uh, so there's two. So the first one is I don't think a lot of people know that they can do it. It still seems like that's when I talk to people that they don't they're not even aware of it. Um, and I think it was because you did have to apply previously. Uh, but the, the main reason that people aren't doing it is the main reason that people just aren't doing it anywhere is scared of showing up live, scared of what people are going to think, scared of sounding um, stupid or messing up or or whatever. Like you said, you know, not being able to edit out anything like post-production. Uh, but the, the duality in that or the ironic piece of that is that's what people connect to because we're all human. We all say, um, most of us. Um, we right there. Uh, we <laughs> we we mess up. We fumble over words, but that is that's just being human. And so it's it's attraction marketing at its best when you show up real and talk about what you know about, right, and what you can help people with. You are going to attract those people that you're going to be a good fit for, and just as importantly, you're going to repel the the ones that you're not a good fit for. And, and that's equally as important. Um, and it's a great place and a great way to grow your network. And repelling the people we're not a good fit for, that's certainly always, um, that's not a bad thing, but it certainly nope. doesn't feel good when you figure that out. And, you know, um, you, you'd be shocked. We do almost daily Instagram reels and TikToks, ah. my eight-year-old and I. And I've gotten crazy messages of people who, I think they're just rude. Maybe they don't like me. I don't know. But it's just it's it's outrageous the negativity that that people throw around because they can hide behind a keyboard yeah, or yeah. some mm -hmm. pseudonym or whatever. Now, when you start on LinkedIn, so certainly the business storytelling show very structured. This is how we do it. Very, I almost said very little wiggle room. I mean, there's wiggle room in what we talk about, but the format is pretty set in stone, right? Uh, so how do we, how should brands start? Should they do like a talk show like this? I mean, I've seen big, big brands, just three people hanging out basically and talking about what's new with the product. I mean, that's another way to do it. Uh, how would you recommend that that brands do this in a perfect world? How they get there? Yeah, so, so it depends. Depending on, you know, if you are representing a large brand, right, there's going to be some guidelines and some some things that you have to adhere to because of the company. Um, if you're more of a an author or a coach or somebody that has a you know service business, um, you really can just show up as yourself and give valuable information or education on something. What people are really looking for, um, even with the big brands, but it's just a little easier to do it if you're kind of your own brand, um, is some some steps, something. Um, some information that they can take away and go do something with, right? So there's a lot of information out there, kind of, you know, theories on things or big, broad topics. But if you can show up and share some valuable tips for somebody, like I show up and share like five ways to show up live on LinkedIn, somebody can actually take what I'm sharing and go do something with it and have a transformation or a solution to a problem they've been having. Um, that's the best way to do it because that is what people are looking for. They need some help with something. And if you're the person there that can provide it, uh, then they're going to be coming back for more and more. And, you know, of course, at the end of the day, it's it's yes, we are live, but people also watch the replays. And, you know, and then there's other ways you can repurpose it. You know, we turn this into a yes. podcast. Now it goes on the DB TV television network and uh, not not saying that everybody should be starting with all those channels. But certainly that's an option. Now, I've had people on the show 
who talk about how you should show up and, you know, you should dress how you would dress if, you know, if you're out and about in a meeting or something. And, you know, I, I mean, I dressed like that in a long time. I mean, I don't even wear hard pants. Yeah. Some people say, what are hard yeah. pants? Hard pants are really just regular pants. Regular but, you pants. know, we were. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wear sweatpants most days. So how should brands, how sh- and at the end of the day, those brands are represented by people. How right. should those people show up? So, for example, I'll wear whatever. I mean, this is not a horrible outfit by any stretch of the matter. But it's also not something I would wear if I was in an office. So I take more yeah. care of the lighting, right, and the sound and all those things. But right. what tips do you have to offer there? Yeah. So for LinkedIn, we do want to keep in mind it is the professional social media platform. So there should be a level of professionalism. I mean, and not like exactly what you were just saying, Chris, you look fine, right? That's perfect. I just have a shirt, like I'm not in a suit. Um, It kind of depends on your brand. Maybe if you're an attorney, you might want to show up a little more in that realm um, or in that style. Uh, Again, whatever you're comfortable with. I do though, with my clients, I I do make sure that they understand that that showing up like um, on an Instagram live or doing a reel is different than when you're showing up really um, as the face and talking about your business on the professional platform. So there is a, a little, there, I believe there's a little difference. Some people show up doing, you know, all kinds of different things. But even if you pay attention to LinkedIn versus Facebook or Instagram, even the style of content is, is different. There is crossover, but, but if you're there to talk about business and give people some information that they can use to, you know, help their, their business or whatever you do for them, um, I do believe there should be some forethought of how you want to show up and, and how you want to be perceived by your audience, right? That's just part of, of how we are, how it is in business. You don't want to show up in your pajamas necessarily if you're going to be talking about, you know, your law firm, right? So you do want to make sure that they match up. Certainly, you certainly want to look the, the right way. And, yeah. you know, one thing I was actually at court hearing, it's been a while back, um, and the, the, the judge, and this was on Zoom, uh, out of okay. state here, not in Iowa. And and the judge says, and who are you? Not to me, but whoever she was talking to, the, the lady, I think it was the lady, I'm pretty sure it was. And um, she says, I'm the attorney representing whomever. And the judge mm-hmm. says, well, oh, I didn't know that because you're not wearing a jacket. <laughs> Which, oh, because she was you know, at home in Zoom, right, okay. She was, But she was in a court hearing, right? Yes, and the judge right, was on Zoom, right. everybody was on Zoom. So the judge yeah. literally called her out on that and said, you know, whether you're on Zoom or in the courtroom, I don't care. You attorneys wear jackets, right? So you do want to keep that in mind of, of how to appear and, and how to look. Now, yeah. when it comes to um, the technology things, like how do you, uh, what do you advise people on how to do LinkedIn? I mean, I use Restream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a microphone and, and I... I've changed my opinion on this, Susie. A couple of years ago, I will tell you, you don't need a professional microphone. And maybe you didn't, but the competition wasn't quite there. And today we have spatial audio for everybody, right? You have an iPhone, you have spatial audio, like the end. Um, and it's just, I think, I, I think a microphone is becoming more and more important. Does, does everybody have to have five lights shining on them? Probably not, but maybe one. Um, and I've probably made a 180 on that topic, but how, what's your advice? Yeah. So what I, 
what I like people to do first is let's get you over the hurdle of just showing up. Like, let's just get you going, right? That's the, that's the first part. Um, I, I don't advise people to go buy, you know, uh, microphones and lighting and if, well, lighting maybe, but <laughs> um, at, right at first, right? I just want to get them kind of dipping their toe in so we can start to get comfortable. But we, part of that is you want to be confident when you show up, right? So lighting is super important. Um, and now that I do more podcasts, uh, interviews, I definitely have a microphone because I know that's important to to the podcasters, right? We want to sound good. Um, so I, I help people kind of in steps, right? But the first part is showing up. The second part, uh, lighting would be my number two. I have a, a ring light. Um, lighting, microphones, they've become very inexpensive for really good ones. So for under $100, you know, you can have a, you can have a good mic and, and some lighting. And that's going to just help you be more confident when you show up. Because literally, as you're doing your lives, you're looking at yourself. <laughs> so it's a little different than like public speaking where you're looking out at an audience, right? I mean, most of the time, we're just like looking at the camera and, and talking to ourselves. So if you're not really comfortable with what you're seeing, that will come across in your energy and your confidence and things like that. Um, so yes, I'm with you. I'm with you on uh, definitely on the microphone. Very important. Well, especially, I mean, yes, we do video on, on, on LinkedIn live, but, but I think people, if the video is, if the video is not perfect, they might still watch, but if the audio is horrible, yeah. they definitely will not stay with it. Agreed. Um, yeah. So that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, of course on LinkedIn, social media is always an interesting topic for me when it comes to intertwining your personal brand with a company brand. So in my opinion, I think there were some rulings on this years ago. I haven't looked recently, but in, in, in theory, my practice also is that, you know, you shouldn't require employees to do anything on their own social media account. It's their account. Um, but there's also value, right, mm -hmm. to stream to your own personal account. So, for example, let's say I'm the marketing person or, or whatever and I'm on the show. Should I stream to the company page? Or maybe it's and or and or yeah. should I stream to my own page or your what's your philosophy on one or the other and how yeah. do you go about that? Yeah. So for LinkedIn, the, the personal profile is what it's called, but it's 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 different than like your Facebook personal profile, because, again, it's the professional platform. So streaming to your your personal profile on on LinkedIn it, you are still, even though you're representing yourself, you are representing your company. So, and one of the, a couple of the things that are only available to you on LinkedIn, on your LinkedIn profile are connecting with people, right? That initial connection request. Uh, and so it, there's a little bit of, um, a little bit of more leeway if it's like your Facebook, because those are platforms and Instagram that are, that are really were created more for social, like your social interaction. Um, so, but my thought is with LinkedIn, since it is a professional platform and you are, if you're doing a, an interview about your company, um, that you, you would stream it to your, to both actually, to your personal, professional profile, uh, and also the company's page if they have a company page. Now, obviously your company can't make you do that, um, but hopefully you have a great relationship with them and you're proud to be part of the company and you're doing the interviews or you're doing whatever you're doing uh, because you're promoting your, your business. Um, if you are a coach or an author and you have your own brand, then 100% um, always on your, your personal 
professional profile. And um, it's, it's always great to have a company page as well. And with Restream, you can actually stream to both at the same time. You just pair yes. it together. Uh, I don't think you can do it in the same account, but you have to have two accounts. And then you stream to one and then you pair it. That's their yeah. the, the title, the name of how they do it. And if we want to just touch on Restream, and I use StreamYard, yeah. these these softwares are so amazing. So when I decide I'm going to do a live and I put some effort into creating what I'm going to talk about and educate my, uh, my audience on, and I use um, a streaming software like Restream, then I can... I can do my live video and all at the same time, I can add my Facebook business page, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, any other of my, almost any other social platform, uh, not Instagram, but most of the other ones. And I can live stream to them all at the same time so that it's the, it's the, you know, best way to work smarter, not harder. And if you're going to put the effort into doing a live video, let's get it across all your platforms um, at the same time with no additional work for you. Love it. You know, and I love that too. And what's interesting about that is, you know, me going to two more channels, does, is, there's no extra work for me, right? Exactly. I, just, I just add one more exactly. channel, two more channels, three more channels. So from that perspective. Uh, so when it comes to live streams, what, I mean, everything has to have a goal, right? So the goal mm -hmm. of this show, well, first of all, I enjoy this show very much. I enjoy learning from experts like you and, and others. And so there's a personal angle for me too, but it certainly has also grown quite a bit in the last few years. So now people are listening to it. So it's really hard to not do it because you know, people are tuning in. There's also <laughs> a revenue aspect, right? This show is more on the, let's call it on the media side of things. Um, I'm not personally really selling anything. I might take a project here and there, but I'm not actively chasing clients. I'm not actively doing that, but the show makes money through ads, through those kind of things, through sponsorships on the media side of things. For a brand, though, for a company, what should the goal be? Should the goal be, is it a lead generation campaign? Is it a brand awareness campaign? How do you, if you're trying, if brands are trying to figure out if they're going to do it, what's the goal that they should think about? Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends. I mean, everybody has different intentions at different times or different goals in their business at different times, right? So if you're just starting out, yeah, you want to get on there and, and brand awareness, right? You just want to get out in front of people so you start building your network. Um, if you are launching a product um, at a certain time, then that would be the intention maybe for a series of live videos that, that you're going to create and then come on and do, you know, um, leading up to that launch of a new product or, or whatever you're launching. Uh, so it really, it really depends, but the main like overall theme should always be that people can learn about you and come to you for education and valuable information um, in that industry, right? And so that's when you, um, all of these things always sh um, showing up will always lead to when done consistently over time and, and providing value, um, position you as an expert in what you're talking about. And so that's an overall goal um, or intention that should always be behind everything is that you're sharing valuable information and you're growing your um, the way people view you as an expert in your industry. The, yeah, the, the day to day totally... lives change, right, dependent on what you're working on or launching in your business. Absolutely. And I certainly agree with that. And the other thing is, too, is, you know, now all these things show up in search, too. Right. So when, when you are. Um, sharing content when you're out there you have different topics you know it can show up especially when you turn it 
into a podcast. So yeah. uh, I always find that interesting. If you have people commenting, so I'd be interested to find out um, how you feel about commenting. And there's different lines of thoughts here, right? I mean, I've seen projects where people were, uh, I don't remember what the right term is, um, I want to say stage. They 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 were staging mm. comments, right? Or, mm. or starter comments, like somebody ah, would say, "Here's yeah. the first comment," and but it's really written by the marketing team. Um, and then some shows we don't have any comments. Some shows we don't get to anything else because people are just commenting and commenting and commenting. So it's like all right. over the place, depending on on what the topic is, depending on how we're distributing it, all these different things. How important is it to get comments? And would you recommend that companies have starter comments or just try to encourage people to participate yeah i i would i wouldn't really encourage the starter comments uh, the way i would encourage that is you're asking people within the content that you're delivering right you're asking them their thoughts you're you're literally asking people hey in the chat go ahead and tell me what you think about a b or c right so you can you can uh, build the communications and, and asking people questions and give me a thumbs up if you agree with A or B, you know, and create that interaction within the live video. Um, yeah, but I, I wouldn't really encourage starter comments um, in the chat. Again, unless that, I mean, I, I want to encourage it through my speaking and through what, what, I'm, what I'm sharing with people. And, you know, that's actually, the more I think about that now is after you said that, I'm like, why do... Why do people have to have starter comments anyways? Just That's ask what the, you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> just ask the question. Like, why do you have to sit like on a webinar? Same thing. You got two people yeah. talking and they say, oh, here's some sort of like, just ask the question yourself. Right. Why are we faking exactly. engagement? It's exactly. Kind of dumb, and, and usually what happens too, or what seems to always happen is somebody that will ask a question when somebody actually takes the initiative and asks a question in the chat, like, you know, a hundred other people are thinking that same question. They just aren't taking the, the um, initiative to ask the question. So, so it is great. Like you do want to create that interaction because it's going to help so many more people that are just, just observing. You will, uh, that's something great also to keep in mind, right? Uh, yeah. People are observing you. They are watching you. They are seeing you and they may never comment or like, and you'll never know about them, but they do, they do, consume what you're doing. So let's not get too caught up, especially at first on like views, likes and comments. Let's just get out there and start doing it and doing it. And those other things will come. And of course, when people comment on your live stream, it actually, um, you know, pushes your live stream out further because it also shows up as a comment on that page. Do you right, have right. any other, do you have any tips on how do we distribute the, the, the live stream? How do we get it in front of like, do we have to run an ad? What, what, what have you seen working? Yeah. So, uh, well, the, one of the first ways, right, is what we touched about a moment ago is, is getting it on all the different platforms while you're doing it. That's, that's great. Um, the other thing about videos in general, live and not live in particular, but I love live, but just videos in, in general is that we can take that video and create so many different pieces of content from that one video. Right. So we can repurpose that into um, you can repurpose it into a blog. If you you know get it transcribed, you can repurpose it into small snippets for social media. You can re-snip it or you can repurpose it into just creating um, reels or videos or like, I mean, I have an ebook that's like, I think it's 30 different ways you can use one live. How can we turn it into 30 different pieces of content? Um, so that's how we redistribute it. Right. Is we can take it 
and then chop it up and turn it into other pieces of content. Or you can you can outsource that to somebody for, for relatively inexpensive. And so if you're doing four videos a month, like one a week, and it's a great video full of educational information, um, you can create easily 15 to 20 pieces of content from that one video. So if you are doing four a week, you'll yeah. be able to, you know, grab so much out. again, working smarter, not harder is really the best. There's so much stuff it. you can, so much stuff you can get from these lives. And that's kind of what I yeah. do too, right? I use it for all the different channels yeah. and then uh, do an article. The other thing I want to mention quickly that you can do also that I've noticed recently is you can, when you go to LinkedIn, when you schedule it, um, it creates an event. So you can invite people to that event. You can yes. search for the different areas. Um, in the last 45 seconds here or so, Susie, tell us, um, how do people find you? How do they reach out to you? Uh, who's your perfect client? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, so my website is thevirtualrxagency.com. Of course, I'm on LinkedIn, Susie Bills. Uh, and um, my ideal client, well, actually, I, I just, we help anybody who wants to market their business online. So brick and mortar, um, online business only, any of that, because digital marketing, marketing is what needs to happen today in order to have a prosperous business, I believe. So we help people in all different ranges um, and, and ways with that. Um, and usually we start off with social media because people are overwhelmed in that um, particular area. And then, you know, we can, we take it from there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your insights. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, 